Hi guys, welcome to episode four of the Beauty and Business podcast. Today's guest is Tabia Charles Collins. She is a past Olympian, a real estate investor, and a serial entrepreneur. And she's here to share some important information with us. I hope you guys are excited. If you're new here, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, and share. Hi, Tabia. Thanks for coming today. Thank you for having me, Renee. No problem. So let's start. Tell us about yourself and what do you do? Gotcha. Okay, so I'm Tabia Charles Collins. Um, I am a business owner. So I run uh, Team Collins Train with my husband. I'm also into uh, real estate investments. Um, I have an online clothing store and currently working on um, expanding my life coaching practice. That's good. And what were you doing before you became an entrepreneur? Gotcha, so I was actually working within marketing. My background is human resources and industrial relations, but I was working at Coca-Cola for a bit. I was working at Monster Energy. Then I got into project management within a pharmaceutical um, marketing firm. Yeah, and so that was actually my last job um, in a nine to five. Mm. And how did it feel for you branching out from the nine to five world into entrepreneurship and all your projects that you're doing now? Liberating. I know, right? <laughs> so liberating. You know what's so crazy? So for the longest time, like I feel like every year for the past six years, I would say, I need to like figure something out and have my own business for like six years. Mm -hmm. Still, of course, nervous because the great thing about having a job is you get that check every two weeks. Um, but Sunday night, I would have anxiety in my stomach. Like, oh my God, like, I gotta so go, go to work, to work the next day. Yeah. Literally anxiety. Like, you know, how am I gonna pretend to laugh with people? How do I have to act? You know, I gotta go along with everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. it just wasn't for me. And I, nine to fives, I think, are amazing. And people who can work hard and climb the ladder, I think that's superb. Um, but I just like freedom. I wanna use my own ideas. Mm -hmm. I wanna be able to do things on my own time. I want flexibility. And so branching out was so liberating. I wake up if I want to at any time. Yeah. I have more time for my family. And, and of course it's a hustle, like we hustle. My husband and I hustle, I hustle. I'm constantly trying new things, but it's like I'm hustling for what I love. I'm tired doing something that I love. And for and yourself. That's it. Mm -hmm. And it's a, and your ceiling of what you can make, um, there's no restrictions. Exactly, so. and that's the thing with a nine to five, it's that your paycheck never changes. Exactly. Even if you get a raise, your paycheck still doesn't change. No, for sure. It's still the same every week just for that new amount. No, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's rare. It's like, it's little increments. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you work so hard and you do all this. I just always say to myself, imagine we work so hard for another company's goals, right? Yep. You put in all this extra overtime work. You're working till like 10 p.m. You're working on weekends for clients yep. and you're making mad money for your organization. So imagine if you put half of that energy into yourself, into your own hustle, how amazing you could you could become. So I think about it that way, like being a leader within your corporation, within your job is awesome. Being a leader for yourself, you'll see what you can accomplish. Exactly, mm -hmm. I agree. So tell us about the Team Collins training mm -hmm. that you do that you own with your husband, right? Yes, yes, yes. How did that start? So Dee and I have always been athletes. You know, like I went to Olympics, I've been an athlete forever, and I didn't mm -hmm. want to do sports at all after I got injured, you know? It was kind of like, I was maybe a little slightly depressed. But after um, just realizing, you know, how many kids would come to us and parents, like, you know, can you train our kids? And we're like, mm -hmm. of course, because I wanted to give back and want to help. And we just wanted to do something that, you know, we love athletics, we love fitness goals and all of those mm -hmm. things. So it's, you know, why wouldn't we put our expertise into a business where we could make money 
still help people, you know, and still fulfill our financial goals. And so that's how it started. 2019, we officially registered our business online. And, you know, our first session as Team Collins, we had like 10 people. The next one, we had 28 people. Wow. And so from there, we knew like we could do this. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And what was it like for you going to the Olympics? Oh my gosh. That I was 2008, right? 2008, yeah. yeah. I always say if there's one experience I could go back to, for two reasons. It was just a, such an amazing feeling, like an overall body high, but also to prove myself again would be the Olympics. Such a great, just like seeing people that I watched on TV as a young kid, walking into the bird's nest, people cheering your name. Yeah. Um, it was such a huge confidence booster and I wish I was able to go there and do my ultimate best, but life happens, like that's what happens sometimes. Mm. Um, but such a beautiful experience, yeah. I, I, I wish I could go back. That's I always good. think about it, yeah. And that Olympics was Beijing? Beijing. Yeah, Beijing Olympics. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Thank you. Now, you're a mom. Yes. You're a mom to two kids. <laughs> uh -huh. um, how do you find being a mom plus running all your businesses and what kind of examples are you trying to set for your children yeah such great questions um it's actually i actually underestimated how hectic it was like i always just feel like i'm superwoman if i want to get it done i can get it done right mm -hmm. and when you throw kids into the ex into the equation like i'm exhausted <laughs> right now i'm studying for my real estate exam i'm popping caffeine pills so i can stay up yeah to like three in the morning study, but then gotta go to sleep and get the kids ready to go to school. It's no joke. Like I commend single moms and like mothers running businesses because I truly underestimated how hectic it is. And thank goodness I have my parents. If I didn't have my parents, I would not be able to do any of the things that I do because it's too way too hectic. Yeah. But it's truly, um, but it's fulfilling because I'm accomplishing my business goals and my kids get to see mom doing cool things. Mom is happy, like she's not stressed out coming home from work. Yeah. She's going to work and she's smiling and she comes home and she's working from home and she's smiling. So that to me is so important. I want my kids to know that education is important. Like I love learning, but education is not everything. What I went to school for is not what I'm making my money in now, right? I feel like I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. There's a lot of people who I know from high school. Yes. So they went to college. Right. They went to university and they either couldn't find a job in their I'm field. Telling you. Or they got a job in their field, they didn't like it. Yes. You know, I know a lot of people like that. I hate to say it, and, um, but it's almost a setup. So I think if you're going to school to become a doctor, lawyer, you have to have education, right? Um, right. Like I got caught up in go to school, I got my master's degree, I was even trying to write the test, get my PhD, all of these things I thought it's like, you know, cause it looks good. Mm -hmm. But what is looking good when you are, there's people, doctors who are paying off hundreds of thousands of debt for school. Yeah. You finish school and you're not, you're not guaranteed a job. So we have this thing where we tell kids like, go to school and learn your lesson. Go to school to learn because it's gonna teach you discipline. It teaches you things like mm -hmm. discipline and how to start and finish things. But I am such a believer now is you have to do what you like. You have to do what you love. And if you can figure out a way, take a year off of school before you apply if you have to, to find out what do you want to do. Because school looks, our parents, my mother's, you know, oops, my earring, it's okay. okay. My mother's like, you know, get your master's. So I thought, let me get my master's degree to make them happy, mm -hmm. right? But these things are all for show. Because I didn't get I didn't get a good job in mm -hmm. HR. It's so competitive. So you got like 50 to 100 people trying to get a job so 
luckily I got my education paid for through track and fields. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So all my, my University of Miami degree, it was worth $60,000 a year. It was paid for. My master's degree, it was paid, all of my posts, it was paid for. But fortunately for me, it's like, not everybody has that. Yeah. So you're paying all this money. We need to be very um, strategic what we tell our kids and their career path because paying debts for OSAP is a waste, you know? Yeah. I could go on and on about that. No, so. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And what are some things that you would say that your parents taught you growing mm -hmm. up or as a teenager yeah. that you use today? That I use today. Um, my parents are super money caught. Like, they are amazed when it comes to money. That's good. Oh, yeah. They have investments, RRSPs, they do stocks. So I learned from that. Like, my parents said that they're broke and have mad money in there. Like, That's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I've learned from them is you have to not just save money, but you have to have money aside so that your kids are good. Mm -hmm. That's their main thing. You know, their biggest thing was they won't be able to put their kids through school. So whoever didn't get a scholarship, they put them through school. Okay. They made sure that they could help us with our first house, all of those things. So what I've learned from them is I need to hustle hard to make sure that my kids, if they're ever in need, if there's an emergency, I can make sure that financially I've got them because we never had to struggle because they were putting money aside since they came to this country. And I wasn't always the best with money and probably because my parents always were able to help. So I didn't right. always have that independence, right? Mm -hmm. But now having kids, um, I am like so on this. I gotta invest. I wanna build generational wealth because by the time my kids hit 19, 21, I wanna put 20% down on a property for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my that's what I've learned from my parents. Yeah. That's amazing. Now you're a real estate investor. Yes. <laughs> what made you start getting into that? Yeah, so I've always wanted to, you know, I always said to myself, I wanna be rich one day. And mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was gonna do it. Mm -hmm. I would just say I wanna be rich one day. And I realized from meeting different people that there is money in real estate. And so I remember when we sold our first house, I was so nervous because we had tried to sell before, the market crashed. But then I met my friend Rohan, like one of my closest friends mm -hmm. and business partner now. And so we sold that property and we got equity from our house. And he was like, always tell me to have a generational wealth. He said, black people, what we need to do is create wealth for our children, for ourselves. And he like planted these seeds in my head. Mm -hmm. And so he was selling a property at that time. And he was like, Tabby, do you know anybody? It's a two, a two unit dwelling, um, looking for someone who wants to buy it. You know, I'm, I'm selling it. And so I was like to myself, is this like a blessing in disguise? Is the universe telling me something? And I was like, can I somehow buy it? Like, how can I do it? Like with the mm -hmm. equity that I have. And so once I did that, and the tenants were already in there and we were surplusing like a thousand plus dollars from that property yeah. i said to myself this is going to be my retirement ticket this is gonna be my, my family's ticket to generational wealth and from that i just became obsessed and trying to figure out ways how to get other properties and you know asking my parents hey you know what let's get in this together and them just believing in me and saying tabs like you're gonna make us wealthy and that's good yeah. that they believed in you for 100%. that because a lot of parents with our generation it's true don't it's a fear you, you tell them that stuff yeah the fear yeah yeah the risk what are you talking about yeah, yeah. that's not true who yeah, told yeah. you that you're it's crazy true. it's true and typically my dad is like that so i remember i called my mom i was like mom i'm gonna buy this she's like tubby you sure you can buy that you gonna i'm like ma trust me 
I can do this. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, talk to your father. <laughs> and so I was like nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Pops, I'm going to buy this property. And I want to do a couple more. He's like, okay, Tabby, come home, come home and talk to me. And so I laid it out. He probably couldn't register. Yeah, what yeah, you were he, yeah. He was like, "What is this girl like?" My, I'm always like the wildest child, right? Like, just always come with crazy ideas. And so he That's was me. like, "Yeah," <laughs> <laughs> trying crazy things. And he said, "Okay." And then after we did it, and he saw that I got another one. And then the other day in the car, he was like. You know, I'm now realizing what we're doing is a good thing, and I wish someone told me this 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. if it wasn't for him believing in me, we still would just be regular and mm-hmm. missing out on this opportunity to make money. This is how on a, this is how white people get rich, right? And nothing against white people because I yeah. love that they're able to work as a unit. Mm-hmm. Indians, Chinese. Mm-hmm. This is how they're able to gain wealth within their families, and you know, you see families who have houses for generations and generations. So why can't we do it? And I know that we don't always have the same opportunities,、mm-hmm. and it was way harder for Black people to get housing. We were denied loans, all those things,、yeah. right? But now that we know, if we don't do better, we're doing ourselves a disservice. We're doing our children a disservice.、Mm-hmm. It's like I'm so passionate about this because so many of us are struggling. I also feel that within our community as well, within the Black community, there's always this stigma of them wanting their children out. Yes. At a certain age, like、which、when they turn eighteen, like you're you know right. No, I, mean? I know, like, I know. See, which is so true. But like, I feel like with other cultures, they don't, they, they don't, don't have that. push that. Yeah, and you're right. I think um, and I, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it's a pressure, like you know, get on your feet because、like、they're they more, to, they're more willing to let their kids stay home, stay、safe. home as long as they need yeah. to. And I agree with that. I totally agree with that.、Um, but then again, I know a lot of. In black families, I know a lot of kids still living home,、mm-hmm. and they're not saving. Yeah, right. And I think I think what it is is I truly believe if black parents maybe saw、um, more of a drive, and not, it's not for all the case, right? I'm just、mm-hmm. thinking just certain examples that、mm-hmm. I've seen for myself.、Mm-hmm. Maybe if they're seeing their kids with a little bit more like ambition, you know,、yeah. showing a little bit more. Okay, I want to do this. In interest.、Yep. That's the biggest thing. Like showing interest in saving and. And I feel like as a parent, when you don't see that, it's frustrating.、Mm-hmm. So you're gonna stay in my house and be whatless.、Mm-hmm. Go do that on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's、yeah. not the case, I'm sure, for everybody.、Mm-hmm. But there are ways that parents need to help their kids more. We do need to help our children more, get on their feet, because there's equity. How many of our parents have owned their house for thirty years? Thirty years, with a million dollars equity in their house. Yeah. And your kids are still out there paying rent. It doesn't make. You're paying rent for five, ten years, two thousand dollars. Exactly, paying somebody else's mortgage. It it doesn't make sense, and I, we need to have these conversations more and more with people, so that they can understand the money that they're throwing away,、mm-hmm. and that money can go towards your house. Your house is your bank. You got to take money、yeah. from there. You can do that. In the market, it's hard now. Oh yeah, now it's, it's so difficult. Hard. Yeah, like, it's true. Like, what advice would you give? Somebody now、yes. in 2021, because、right. the market's crazy. It's so ridiculous. Somebody now saving for their first home. I know. This is the advice that I would give them. I know, and it's so tough now. Yeah, so because it's not like how it was. How it was before, like 2008 yeah, and no, 2009, exactly. even you know, 2016.、Like, when you, you know,、um, the advice that I would give them is a speak to your parents. I know it's hard for a lot of people,、mm-hmm. but. Have the conversation with your parents. If、mm-hmm. they have equity in their、mm-hmm. property,、mm-hmm. speak to them. 
will they lend you some equity? And you can, it's cheaper that way yeah. than waiting five, 10 years to buy a property. And what about people who, they don't have that option? Because there's a lot of, there's You're a lot of people right. who, their parents don't own a no, home. No. Their parents are renting as well, This right? is true, this is true. So the other thing, the other part is, all you can do is find creative ways to save. So how I bought my first house, me and Denison, we were in a partner, okay? I, had I remember like, you told me about that, yeah, actually. Yeah, I told you? Yeah. Listen, people think it's wild, but I had five partner hands, okay? Each hand was like four, forty-five to $5,000. I made Denison put hands in. And five, 10, 15, 20, 20. through the partner alone, we saved $30,000. Amazing within a year and a half. Wow, starting from zero. Starting from zero, wow. because it's because I had all those hands in a partner. And of course it was hectic because like, I was, t you know, you gotta pay in bi-weekly, but I'm not the greatest saver. Mm -hmm. But that is the way that I say, you're forced to save because you got other people in there who depend mm -hmm. on your money. So you have to find creative ways to save. You've gotta be able to cut down. If you're renting right now and you're still trying to save for a house, figure out like, can you go back home or can I downsize? Mm -hmm. Cause there's ways that you have to do things to kind of sac sacrifice for like a year or two. Yeah. Sacrifice for a year or two, figure it out, but there's ways to figure it out. And it's hard, now is a very hard time. So are you willing to go to Bowmanville? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to go out farther? Mm -hmm. Because those are the Even options. there's expensive now. I know, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Oshawa, it, it's the house Oshawa, is like yeah. and Oshawa, thousand. There was a time you could buy a property for like a, two years ago, I got something for $420,000. That same property now is worth $700,000. Yeah. So it's hectic times, but there are ways. Another thing that I suggest too, like if it's hard to buy your first home, get in on an investment with your friends. Get in on an investment with, with your friends, do a three-year mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. If you can, if the market's great, sell the property, you guys all walk away with something. Mm -hmm. Put that towards something else. Like while you're just waiting, figure out ways to invest your money that you can get a return on it and then help yourself. Yeah, there's creative ways, there's ways, there's ways. Those are some good tips. Mm. Now, last question for you. It's my question I ask every guest. Yes. What would you tell your younger self? Oh my gosh, so my so many things. Um, my younger self, I would tell her, yo, you can do anything in this world. Like, whatever it is that you think that you want to do, you can do it. Because everyone needs to feel that confidence and to say, you know, if, I, if she can do it, I can do it. So me just like trying different things, um, exploring, being adventurous, um, I would tell my younger self, yo, you got this. Like, you're so talented, you're so creative, and you can do it. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. That's amazing. Yeah. Was there ever a time, like, when you were younger that you felt like you couldn't do things? You know what? Um, as a young kid, so I'm a dreamer, right? Like, I'm always in the clouds. So, I, things that people thought, like, okay, Tabby's crazy, like, here's another one of her crazy ideas. Mm -hmm. I always thought I could do something. Like I always thought, Me too. you know what I mean? It's an Aries thing. Yeah, I've Maybe always been Aries. like that. Yeah, Even just as a child, I've always been always, like that. Always, right? So, and I'm still like that. <laughs> 100%. Like there's times where it's like, this the other day when I was like, you know, just working on all these things, I had an overwhelming, uh, overwhelming moment. And I was like, shoot, like am I in over my head like trying to do all these things? A moment. Mm -hmm. But, that constantly pushed me to continue to do more things. So even as a kid, I played soccer, I mm -hmm. danced, I did volleyball, I did everything. <laughs> right? And it comes from also like my parents always just like, you can do it. Just mm -hmm. try it. You can so I it's maybe it's like it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because we'll do a whole bunch of things, become overwhelmed some days, but we just always want to try. And I think if our kids can see that, yeah. 
that to me I think is such a beautiful example. And then you wonder why sometimes like some kids are timid or scared because they don't see their parents trying things, right? So I agree. yeah, I continue. I see I know you do that. I mean you've been like that. Yeah, I've trying always, businesses. I always hear like, how do you do it all? How do you do it? 100%. And I'm like, I don't know, I just do it. Yeah. <laughs> to also add, so it was Renee, when I remember when I got fired that day, mm -hmm. <laughs> I got let go like a whole bunch of us from work. And it was like a moment of like, oh my god, like this gut punch in my stomach. But then I posted about it, right? And then you messaged me and you're like, Tavia, listen, you got this. Don't even worry about it. And like, I'll never, ever forget the car. It makes me emotional thinking about it, but I'll never forget the conversation. You're like, Tavia, you can do it. Trust me. I remember because you were like so upset about it. Yeah. About losing your job. Was it you like, got laid off? Got laid off, exactly. Right, we got yeah. laid off. Of, um, so like a few people, the company was downsizing. And you were just like, Tavia, trust me. Like you think it's going to be difficult at first, but like you're going to make a way. Now look at you. And I'm just, I'm just trying to flourish. I'm just trying, yeah. you know, I don't know how much days I have left on this earth, but in the time that I do have, I'm gonna try and kill it as much as I can. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thanks yeah. for your time. Thank you for thanks for me. coming on. I appreciate no it. Um, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yes. So you can find me at Tabia Charles on Instagram, and if you go to at Tabia Charles, you'll also see links to my other pages like Team Collins, um, my Anissa page, and my Facebook is Tabia Charles Collins.